0: Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is the feast day of Pope St. Pius X. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And with your spirit.
0: To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy.
0: Christ, have mercy.
1: Christ, have mercy.
0: Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy. mercy.
0: Let us pray. O God, who to safeguard the Catholic faith and to restore all things in Christ, filled Popes and Pius X with heavenly wisdom and apostolic fortitude. Graciously grant that following his teaching and example, we may gain an eternal prize. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God ever and ever.
2: Amen. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord was laid on me, and he carried me away by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley, a valley full of bones. He made me walk up and down among them. There were vast quantities of these bones on the ground the whole length of the valley, and they were quite dried up. He said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, You know, Lord. He said, Prophesy over these bones. Say, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord says this to these bones, I am now going to make the breath enter you, and you will live. I shall put sinews on you. I shall make flesh grow on you. I shall cover you with skin and give you breath, and you will live, and you will learn that I am the Lord. I prophesied as I had been ordered. While I was prophesying, There was a noise, a sound of clattering, and the bones joined together. I looked and saw that they were covered with sinews. Flesh was growing on them and skin was covering them, but there was no breath in them. He said to me, Say to the breath, the Lord says this, Come from the four winds, breath, breathe on these dead, let them live. I prophesied as he had ordered me, and the breath entered them. They came to life again, and stood up on their feet, a great and immense army. Then he said, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They keep saying, Our bones are dried up, our hope has gone, we are as good as dead. So prophesy, say to them, The Lord says this, I am now going to open your graves. I mean to raise you from your graves, my people, and lead you back to the soil of Israel. And you will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and raise you from your graves, my people, and I shall put my spirit in you and you will live and I shall resettle you on your own soil. You will know that I, the Lord, have said and done this, It is the Lord who speaks. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Let them say this, The Lord's redeemed, whom he redeemed from the hand of the foe and gathered from far off lands, from east and west, north and south. Give thanks to the Lord, His love is everlasting. Some wandered in the desert, in the wilderness, finding no way to a city they could dwell in. Hungry they were and thirsty, their soul was fainting within them. Give thanks to the Lord, His love is everlasting. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and He rescued them from their distress and he led them along the right way to reach a city they could dwell in. Give thanks to the Lord, his love is everlasting. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. For he satisfies the thirsty soul, he fills the hungry with good things. Give thanks to the Lord, his love is everlasting. Alleluia, alleluia. Teach me your paths, my God and lead me in your truth. Alleluia.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they got together. And to disconcert him, one of them put a question. Master, which is the greatest commandment of the law? Jesus said, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second resembles it. You must love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments hang the whole law, and the prophets also. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
0: So we're in this part of um, the book of the prophet Ezekiel where we're hearing about this promise of God to give a heart of flesh and to remove the heart of stone. This promise of God to bring restoration to the house of Israel after the extraordinary destruction that the Babylonians caused to Jerusalem and uh, the exile that they brought about for the best and brightest of Jerusalem. And now we come to this most extraordinary vision that Ezekiel has of these dry bones, Uh, like a valley, and what's described as vast quantities of bones on the ground the whole length of the valley. And, you know, a very simple question can these bones live? Now, bones are dead. Like, dead, dead. Um, You know, I don't know if you've ever been to, you know, a steak restaurant with someone with a bit of a lame sense of humor. And, you know, when someone asks, how do you want your steak prepared? And they say, oh, um, you know, rare, so that a good vet can get it running again. Um, You know, you might be able to say, okay, well, we can, you know, grab the paddles and shock a piece of meat back to life. But bones and dry bones at that, there's nothing on them. It's dead, dead as dust. So Ezekiel then gets the command, look, prophesy over these bones. Speak the word of the Lord over these bones and what starts to happen? You know, there's flesh that starts to cover them. You know, they start to pull together and those individual bits and pieces start to reintegrate. And, and reconnect. So you know he starts to prophesy and then there's a noise and the sound of clattering and these bones join together and then they're covered with sinews and flesh and then skin. that there's this effect that the Word of God, that the word of prophecy has in bringing back that which has been flung apart, that which has been scattered. And then comes the next bit. You know, okay, fine. The bodies are coming back together, but they're still dead. Then comes the next bit. Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man. Say to the breath, the Lord says this, come from the four winds' breath. Breathe on these dead. Let them live. Now, okay, I think it helps a little bit to know that um, the Hebrew word for breath, ruach, is also the Hebrew word for spirit. So remember when when Adam was fashioned out of the dust of the earth and you know this little clay figure was was made by God in the garden of Eden that that in order to give it life he breathed into his nostrils to change Adam from a little model into a living, breathing human being. It needed the breath of God, his spirit. And now we see Ezekiel say, prophesy to the breath, that the breath, that the spirit would come from the four winds, would come from the edges of the earth and breathe over these bones which, has been, which have been reintegrated into bodies and they come to life again a great and immense army. What an incredible picture. Now, I I mentioned um, a few days ago that at the end of my first year in the seminary, we did the Ignatian spiritual exercises. um, And St. Ignatius of Loyola gives um, a method of prayer which involves using your imagination um, of taking a piece of scripture and contemplating the scene and allowing the scene to become Vivid in one's imagination, and then as as you go through the text, as you know, as you go through the piece of scripture, that you allow your imagination to be touched by grace. You know, you allow your imagination to be kind of taken by the Holy Spirit in order um, to speak to us. To, to gain new insight. Um, and if you've never done um, Ignatian imaginative prayer, I would say give it a crack with the first reading because it's such um, an incredible vision, because it's such a powerful picture. The passage from dry bones to an immense army So I think that's kind of worthwhile. Um, I'll I'll give you a couple of little interpretations. Um, But for this homily to, to say, well, you know what, just pray with it and let God tell you what it means for you today, right now, in your life. So the first thing I think to say, right, is that this prophecy is about Israel coming back from exile, You know, after the destruction of Jerusalem, after the incredible mess that has come about with the people of Israel being thrown all over the place and and appearing to be dead and scattered, that Ezekiel says to Israel, Look what God is going to do. Um, and, and that's part of the explanation that, that, Ezekiel gives of his own, that um, God gives of the vision given to Ezekiel. These bones are the whole house of Israel. Our bones are dried up, they say. Our hope is gone. We're as good as dead. So, say to them, the Lord says this, I'm going to open your graves. I mean to raise you from your graves, my people, and lead you back to the soil of Israel. Imagine what that vision must have meant for them. Extraordinary. But as we've seen with these prophecies, they they kind of operate at at different levels. You know, it speaks of what God's going to do to restore the people in exile of Israel, but that's just on the surface. That's, That's just the first little step. This prophecy comes to its fulfillment in Christ, that giving the Holy Spirit, that bringing the breath of God into the world afresh, that he's going to gather what has been scattered, not simply by the exile of the Babylonians, but by the exile caused by sin and death. You know what, like after Jesus' resurrection from the dead, what's the first thing he does with the disciples? It's a little weird, but, but he comes into their presence, he says to them, peace be with you, and he breathes on them receive the Holy Spirit, receive the breath of life, bring life into the world, be the ministers of the breath of God and bring the resurrection to where there is death, to where there is a valley scattered with dry bones. So we can kind of see that this prophecy is first of all for for Israel at the time of the exile, but then secondly, for the whole world in Christ. But I think there's a third level, um, and that's personal. Because let's face it, like we've we've all got those parts of our lives which are the equivalent of a valley of dead bones. And it's here I think that we need to receive this prophecy once more. Now instead of this being just, you know, kind of a, a biblical lesson or or something of, of historical interest or, or something that um, you know, helps us to understand what, what Christ has accomplished for us in sending the Holy Spirit out onto the world, um, that it now becomes an invitation to read the prophecy in the light of my own life. And, and this is why I put before you this method of Ignatian imaginative prayer. Where is God breathing his life? Where is the Lord bringing healing and restoration Um, I can't answer that for you. (laughs) I don't know your life. But that which has been scattered, that in our lives which has disintegrated and fallen apart, that the Word of God, spoken over the scattered pieces of our lives, can knit us together again. And the Holy Spirit, breathing upon us, can bring... New life to that which is knit together by the word of God. So I'd, I'd say take up this method of Ignatian imaginative prayer. You know, do a quick search on Google. There's there's plenty of stuff about how to do it and what the steps are and and you know what to do when your mind gets distracted and all that sort of stuff. But but to take this prophecy and ask the Lord, all right, this is what it means for Israel. This is what it means in Jesus' hands. Now what does it mean for me? At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread,
1: I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.